Welcome, welcome to episode number 12. F the culture. Number no, no, I didn't do that right. Go ahead, Wayne. F the culture. Welcome, F- y'all. <laughs> F the culture. What's going on, bro? Ladies and gentlemen, you might be wondering why I got my bedroom voice on right now. That's because we are called special late edition version of F the culture podcast. Yeah, it's the real late night version. And also, if it sounds extra smooth, I got the new mic, y'all. We're upgrading. Things are getting better and better. Yeah, we're getting them sponsorships. Shout out Raw Blunts <laughs> and uh, Cocoa Butter. Shame that is, I don't think that's one, but all right. Anyway, moving right along. What's going on, bro? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, my housemate's sleep right now, so I can't be too loud. So I'm, you know, being a respectable gentleman that I am. I'm right. I'm sure one of his harem will uh, alert alert you to his presence if he wakes up. <laughs> but yeah, how you, man? <laughs> I'm good, doc. Real good, man. Uh, just been living, man. You know how it goes. Uh, just working a couple things. Uh, my daughter was on spring break this week, so they doing some stuff. And, uh, I remember my first spring break. And no, my you, last. I know you don't. My last. <laughs> <laughs> you do not remember your first spring break because when you're when you're in kindergarten, spring break just means you don't get to see your friends. Right, right. Yeah, that's just whack. But yeah, man, I want to get into something real quick. Uh, last week we started off the segment pretty. I, I started off the segment pretty deep. I had a question, a user question. And I thought about it. I had been doing a little bit of research um, just to fill y'all in. It was basically um, a, a young lady asked me, how did I feel about, you know, if a woman finally got to the age of 29 and was fed up with men, just tired of things that men did, did and um, how she react to that when some men, it seems like they take, take it till 30 to finally act right, right? So I answered, you know, um, you know nothing excuses it, but we got to live in our experiences and move on. Um, and I realized after that and after watching some other things, shout out to the grapevine, by the way, on YouTube, if anybody ever has some time, check that out, man. It's a good internet show. Real interesting, bro. You, you seen that? Nah, I'm going to have to check it out. Um, it's, it's also the one where, um, it's also where the, the whole is, uh, oh buddy is Bruno Mars, a culture vulture or whatever. Is he appropriating? So that's where that came from. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have yeah. Some, I've seen a couple viral clips. Yeah. Right, so that's that's where those viral clips come from. They do, I think, I don't know, maybe every other week or whatever, but it, it's some really good, interesting wait, things. Wait, and one they had... That real quick. Bruno Mars is not a cultural vulture. He does... He does uh, have major success from the whole concept of it. The white, white America feeds off of that, so he... he but he already has given his acknowledgments of where his music comes from and his heritage and all the other stuff. And that that's uh, all. I gotta disagree. That's uh, all. Definitely uh, gotta disagree because of the fact that he's in a lawsuit right now with some black artists for stealing their music. So uh, <laughs> directly. Okay, so yeah, he he directly did. <laughs> <laughs> the niggas stealing, and a lot of time, and and the guy he worked with. The guy that he's worked with as a producer that, that's a part of this has also had many lawsuits against him for stealing his music, but they make so much money off the music that it's like, all right, I'll pay you your $20 million if that's yeah. all you want. And it's like, whatever. We already stole it. We already made $100 million. For real, does, does the same shit, too, though. Like, for real. Who does? For real. For real. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, well you know. 
with uh, what's his name? People, Al Green is it Al Green? Yeah, uh, probably. Need to pay their state like some something ridiculous for uh blur, blurry lines. But I think the difference is when uh, you heard that you heard that. Yeah, y'all. I'm having a little sip of something. Yeah, but anyway, the difference is when a black artist does it, or let's say specifically Pharrell when he does it. I know Pharrell has done things with the community. He's taking care of black people also. And I'm not saying it's right to steal, none of that, but at least he's taking care of it. I don't think Bruno Mars is doing anything for our community other than shouting out and making good music. Now, I don't have a problem with him, but if we're talking about the actual definition of cultural appropriator, uh, yeah. If the, yeah. If the black face fits, you know? Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, so it's, so it's only from the definition standpoint, because, like, a lot of them niggas, they not just like, oh, I'm going to take the instrument on like, like they... They listen to the song, feel inspired. And I was like, I'm gonna make something sound just like that shit. Like, yeah. for no, some people aren't, but some people, you know, some people are doing that. Some people are, are having people in their corner, like, you know what? They haven't done this in a while. They'll love it. And you're racially ambiguous. So, black, <laughs> the white people, they don't know what you are. They'll just, they'll just eat this up, you know? Because, I mean, the realist, the, you might not agree. Anybody that's listening might not agree with what the grapevine that little clip said. But one thing we cannot deny is white people love black shit. As long as it's not from a black person, oh yeah, that's they that, love it. That's the absolute truth. That's why they they love the Kardashians. They love fucking <laughs> cornrows, Bo Derek braids. Yeah, Kardashians model their whole wave, their whole lifestyle after black culture. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But but going back to what I was saying, I watched the Grapevine. I had a very interesting uh, conversation with another young lady about just uh, the plight of black women, the plight of women in general, how, you know, this misogyny of the culture that we live in. And as a man, I think sometimes I, I, it's easy to overlook it. And I want to take back my statement because I, I feel like my statement was a, was a you know, kind of just get over it type of statement. And when I really look into it, I think the best thing I can say is black men, we just got to police our other black men better. When I was younger, or, you know, even in the early 20s, I was doing wild stuff. And, and if I would have had maybe an older person Maybe a couple years older, they're just like, "Yo, check this out." Like, you don't have to, you don't have to sun me, but you can just show me, like, "Yo, this is why this isn't, you know, cool." And I think a lot of times the older dudes were doing the same stuff, so they weren't, you know, letting us know, like, "Yeah, man, you ain't got to do all that." Right. Yeah. So I just want to take that back. Anybody that heard last episode, I do. Uh, I don't apologize, but I, because I, I, I learned something. I think that's important when, when we have conversations. Yeah. Uh, you know, grow when you learn. Really on on a statement, like, like you know what I. I uh, got got richer from the, my last experience, and I understand why what I said might have been could have been taken tone off. deaf. Tone okay. deaf. I think that's the best thing. Yeah, it was a little tone deaf. That's what it was. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, man. So speaking of women, I think we got a we got a very interesting one to talk about right now. Uh, you you brought this to me to my attention. So Wayne, go oh. ahead and explain to, the, explain to everybody what. Who uh, Sudu is? Oh, Sudu. Sh- or Sudu. Sudu, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure about the uh, pronunciation on that. If he was trying to go like a African sounding or that Americanized translation of an African name, but whatever. But Fenty Line, uh, they got an artist named Cameron James Wilson. He came up with a um, a digital rendering of an African model that he named Sudu. And she looks fucking amazing. Like she could get the dick. <laughs> <laughs> She's not real. Oh god. <laughs> <My little> dick. <laughs> but she uh she he modeled her after like Lapita Nyango and um man when I tell you like she's just 
like flawless, but a lot of people are up in arms from like both sides. Of, of hold on, hold on. I want you to explain exactly. So let me let me take over real quick. I'm gonna let you get back to it. But basically, he created a 3D model um, through animation that uh, resembles a Lupita. She's very dark. Yes. Um, beautiful features. Um, and he he created it from Lupita from another African model. I think Alex something, Alex Cross or Alex. I can't say the last name. Uh, and also like the um, a South African doll that he had seen, princess doll, and she's gorgeous and she's a three D animation. So it's only you know obviously only for print she'd be able to be used. Yeah, or like video, any or like yeah. video, if Disney wanted to pick her up and you make a her a fucking princess, like then yeah. she she only dwells in the digital world. Like she can't really legitimately walk a runway or nothing, but like they would use her for print, some types of print. Like she would almost be like a logo kind of. Right. So why do you 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 had a you had a stance on that? Why did what was your stance? Or how do you feel about that? I'm I'm a little different. I mean, I hear the side of some people that are saying she's taken away from like legit models that they could use and stuff like that. There's like they're all the black beautiful black African models they got out here and they want to make digital ones. They don't even want to. They don't want to use black beauty. Back to what you were saying, they love black culture, but they, as long as it's not on a black face, you got to create uh, a black face that y'all want to use. But that artist uses black models, so it's like, is that really, like, are you mad at him still, or are you just trying to find something to, which, I mean, I understand what you're trying to say. It's just like, but I feel like he's, from my perspective, he's helping the uh, image of black beauty. He's just creating, like, look, we see it in all forms. We got, uh, now we got the some more digital representation. Or, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, Some people just be mad about a lot of stuff, which, I, like I said, I can see. Some people like going extra hard, like, on this, mm-hmm. on on the uh, 3D rendering. But, and some people are, like, seeing it from a good point of view. I'm, I'm uh, just I'm real ambiguous on this topic because I'm only seeing it from like I don't know. It's like I'm. I'm You're basically saying all representation is good representation. Yeah, I mean all black representation is good representation for us. Yeah, but I but I'm also seeing kind of the point. But it's like uh, we don't know yet. Like let it evolve some more before you like having such a strong stance on it out out the gate. Like. Right, got some people like trying to lynch the fucking three D rendering, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So she... I think one thing we didn't tell everybody was the person that created it, Cameron James Wilson. He's white, so that's another oh, yeah, issue. Yeah, that that did slip the uh, through the cracks. Yeah. But I, I want to say you could listen listen to the name Cameron James Wilson. That nigga sound like he directed Avatar. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know Cameron. I know a lot. Of, we know a lot of black cams. Cam James? Wilson. Cam mm-hmm. Wilson, bro, that sounds black. Cam Wilson, mm. yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of to me like Owen Wilson and like all the Wilsons that I know are Mr. Wilson. They well, like only Wilson. I, I grew up with a Delonte Wilson, so uh, <laughs> yeah, you know he black. So and he was black too, dark skinned dude, real black. <laughs> but uh, I think that's an interesting point, and I'm glad you took that point because mine is is the opposite, bro. Like I think it's amazing. 
I don't have a problem with him as an artist creating a black uh, a black rendering. It's like a ode to black women, and I I love black women, so I, I'm all for that. My only issue is that that will take jobs away from black models that are already in a underserved position. You see what I'm saying? And I feel like we we all know that the beauty industry um, i'm doing air quotes for everybody that's not in my room <laughs> the beauty industry it doesn't support black women like that and women they're getting better but they don't support uh them like they should oh, yeah. so nah, it's, it just what about beauty. that oh, oh, oh. It, it ain't just the beauty world that don't support black women. it's like yeah, it's not just the beauty world but you know what i'm saying that that world has just in the last <laughs> let's say 10 15 years decided to let two more black women dark-skinned black women in so oh, I only said that to say it's like just growth in general on that because like I want to say Black Panther aside from Slave movie was like the only movie where that many black women were shown in good life. Oh, oh, definitely. It probably might have been the only one. I mean, right? <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of any movie where black women. I can't think of one, and I watch a lot of movies. Right, me too. Maybe smoking aces, maybe smoking aces good with uh, Taraji and well, were, uh, Alicia Keys. They were, they were good murders, but they were murders. yeah, they were pretty cool, <laughs> right? And then you got to go back to like Pam Greer, probably. I don't know, yeah. but um, and also I gotta say this, like think about this one as far as modeling and photography goes. Uh, this the the uh, Sudu, she's immaculate. She's perfect. So when they start creating these perfect rendering. Nobody can keep up with that, you know. Like nobody can really live up to these perfect renderings. So then what? A lot of African women with those with that same body, bro. Like they that should come real. I I will say yes. They might have the same body, and I do I do like that he didn't make it uh, ridiculous. He didn't whitewash it. It wasn't like yeah. uh, this black dark skinned black woman with this super pointy nose and thin lips. It wasn't no white features on it. A lot of white features. What, 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 um, but I'm just saying. The black, what are you not black people? People in general aren't perfect, so there's going to be imperfection. And when you have a perfect rendering on the computer, there's going to be no, there's going to be no imperfections, you know? Yeah, true. Like, well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I don't see, really see a problem with it too, because she can't come out and walk the stage. I, I see what it is as far as like print, but even in print, it's like, oh, that's that's not a real. It it is leading the way to more of that like digital because. It can get to the point where they, they look so real, so they don't need they don't companies are not, it's not even more the artists, it's these companies it's like, well, we don't have to pay a, a, a exactly. We can just pay James, we can pay another white man or, to make or, the no, they, yeah, we'll pay anybody. It's like if he don't create it, someone else is gonna create it and they just go it's they're gonna fuck it up, probably. They go <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's setting a dangerous precedent that we don't even need black people no more. We can just create them in a computer. And we're good, but that, you know. That's the only thing I'm scared of. That'll be that in ten years, right. there'll be no print models. That we'll just create them because we can make it, create this perfect woman, and boom, we're good to go. Don't print all over, right? And even if he has, a, even if he has a good mind, we we know this from history. Even if somebody starts off an idea with a honest spirit, yeah, yeah. somebody can come and pervert that yeah. shit and fuck it up. Yeah, that, yeah. And they they tend to be, tend to be quite, 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 quite a whole lot of what? Uh, anybody want to check? I'm gonna make it the cover of this episode definitely, just because it was it blew my mind. But anybody that wants to check uh, Shudu out? It's shoot s h u d u dot gram on IG, and she has like ninety thousand followers already. Uh, like that's crazy. She's about to bust to the roof after this uh article, this, this segment. 
<laughs> right. The podcast will take her over a hundred thousand. I'm calling it now. You know go, what I'm saying? Go. Kobe. Yeah, go ahead. I'll, you gotta call your shot. Follow back, should do. I'm gonna need you to follow. Yeah. Gotcha. Right. I need you to follow me back. You know what I'm saying? Don't play with me. I know you. What would Drew do? You on the airwaves right now, girl? And I know you ain't sleep because you a digital renderer. So go ahead and give your boy a call. Yeah, yeah, you know what it is, Sudo. I need to get that digital love. Yeah. Computer love. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> Computer. All right, but yo, uh, definitely, man. I think it also sets a dangerous precedent just because um, going back to the misogynist, misogynistic world that we live in, um, um, women are women are kind of seen as real, you know what I'm saying? And that's shown with domestic violence, that's shown with murders, that's shown with rape, you know, everything like that. We don't nearly hold them in as high regard as we did back in, like, the day. And when I say back in the day, I'm talking, like, thousands of yeah, we're talking about yeah, we're talking about old old New Testament. <laughs> Not before, yeah, before white white people suck. <laughs> yeah, one of the realest things I I heard this week when I was doing kind of my I guess you would say my research was that, and man, it's it's kind of it almost broke me down. A black woman said that black men are trying to impersonate what they see white men doing as far as. Uh, with power, and the only way they feel like sometimes they can do that is by stepping on black women. And I was like, mm. I, I believe now, it. if I agree or disagree, I believe but that still statement was so strong, it's strong as fuck. And I believe it to the fullest because, um, yeah, I do agree. Everything that American black Americans have learned or known has become from a position of power, it's trickled down from colonialism and, and yeah, and uh, uh, um position of power that was given from one rich white and the totem how the totem goes since the spectrum at the top of the spectrum is rich white men then the bottom of the spectrum gotta be black women and that's the only way that stays the way it is so that's why we gotta for us to get anywhere we gotta step on like anywhere quickly rather we gotta step on and in, in that in this patriarchal society, the way it's designed now, we gotta step on the black one. Yo, nigga, whatever you're doing to your mic, stop. Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry, my hand is like uh And you're still doing it. I am my best. <laughs> anyway, so with that being said, man, so it's sad uh to say, but how do you feel about this whole fab situation? Oh for those of y'all don't know, Fab was charged with um eliciting terroristic threats and also uh with uh, assault so those are the charges that he's facing in new jersey right now fabulous the rapper in case if you don't know who that is uh, he could, he, how much to rap about i know that like yeah so a lot of shit to rap about that's yeah. all i really said i i'm i'm not really gonna even try to touch on that topic because i ain't none of my business ain't none of my business <laughs> Yeah, but, I'm gonna say this. Um, wrong. I seen I was, the video. You saw the TMZ video. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. He's wrong. And if he, this is what he, I'm gonna say. I cut teeth out. Like, yeah, yeah. This is what I'm gonna say. Uh, all in the video, all I see is him talking brazy to his baby mom of two, two children with uh Emily, and he's talking even more crazy to uh her dad, yeah. and telling him he got a bullet with his name on it, and. <laughs> Like for regular, me, bro, I ain't skipping a conversation though. To me, I'll be honest. 
yeah, yeah, you had a crazy kind of Thanksgiving, and I, I never talk, talk to people like that. I had some in-laws, or not in-laws, but people that I didn't really mess with on the other side of the family, but I ain't never say all that. Oh, that's how New York niggas greet each other, though. That's like... <laughs> Must be. I bless you. Shout out my nigga, Kev. Right, you know, Kevin gonna hear this and be like, oh, for real, y'all funny, y'all funny, man. <laughs> but, um... I'm gonna say this. This is the only thing I got to say because, like I said, we don't know all the details. It's gonna come out though, definitely. Yeah. Um, he's wrong for and like the way he's wrong. I know right now he is wrong for talking to Emily like that. Like I, I know people argue, and I'm not gonna get people's relationship. People talk to people how they talk, but like there's certain ways you just don't talk to women. Um, you don't, you don't get like that aggressive screaming like you about to do something type women. You know, his kids in the car though. Yeah, the kids, I don't know, the kids could hear them when they were outside. That's another thing. The kids were screaming, and Emily ran back like she was, like, afraid. And that's why that kind of worried me, like, yeah. you know. And in my past, I, I used to talk to everybody the same, like, yell if I'm talking. And then I had, I was in a relationship, and I realized we can't argue like this, you know what I'm saying? Because the only way I know how to argue is, like, yell, scream, and then what's up, then? All right, you in my face, what's up? So then I realized this, we can't do this. You're a woman. I can't, I'm not going to put my hands on you, so why even? start this and i think fab is as a 40 year old man should know yo i don't like i don't need to argue, i don't need to even to scream on you like this you know yeah but i don't know i don't know what happened before that i don't know what's going on i just know that apparently emily told her her brother and her dad to come to the house to grab fab's guns is what the story is and this is after he hit her so that's what the story is we're gonna find out man oh yeah we definitely are but i like i said i i know i know he's wrong for I just don't know how wrong and right how fucked up he's he's uh gonna be as far as like his his music career. At this. I know his like I said he gonna have a lot to write about and I feel like oh yeah niggas, niggas go gravitate towards man damn I hit my bitch too one time let me go listen to this nigga fam now see what he got to tell me maybe give you some insight or knowledge like he can make this a learning experience because he's a pretty smart artist when it comes to yeah i mean if he if he is guilty of everything that was said he was guilty of he needs to go ahead and get in front of it now i mean because public opinion will hang oh, yeah. anyway yeah so you might as well just go ahead and say what's gonna what you know what happened right because he gotta have he gotta have find his silver lining yeah, if he did it, he needs to be like, yeah, I did it. I lost control. Um, you know, I'm a pussy. Because that's what I feel like. If you hit, you punching women, you you pussy, bro. Come on, that's what are you doing here? Yeah, I, I, I was pussy, and I don't know what's wrong with me. I, I need to get I some help. I'll be that type of pussy if a bitch was trying to come at me with a weapon or trying to take right take my life. Like we had a conversation in our group chat earlier. I don't know if you were paying attention, but I said like one time you should really you should punch. You should never put your hands on a woman. The only time you should put your hands on a woman is you fear for your life. Like, she's coming at you with a knife, a gun. Yeah. Uh, she's trying to jump you with eight women. Like, yo, you got to have to fight your way out. All right, cool. But other than that, especially somebody that has your child, bro, like, yo, come on. Yo, get out of my face, woman. I'm going to the car. Leave me alone, lady. Like, come on. Like, I, I just grab, bear hug you the whole time and, like, lick your ear or some shit. Like, okay. <laughs> try, to, try to de-escalate it, right? Uh, <laughs> Just lit. Girl, you know you love me. Stop it. Is she a hoe? And then <laughs> I don't know. Make you love. Me. I'm gonna lick your Fenty makeup off. <laughs> oh man, you know I really piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I I feel for that situation just because uh, I think everybody, I think a lot of people look at Fab as like one of those staples in 
in uh, hip hop and especially in New York and stuff like that. So you know, if, he, if he ain't shit, he ain't shit, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. But let me ask you this, right? So that that whole thought made me think about this. How do we separate um the man from the legacy, right? So, and let me give you another example, just because I want to move off from this fab thing, since we don't know everything about it. Um, you're familiar with Harry Belafonte, right? Yeah. Of course. Harry hey, Belafonte, for people that don't know, was an amazing singer back in a uh, long time, like a while ago in the, I want to say, 50s, 60s. And also, he was a big civil rights lead, uh, leader, I would say, activist. Uh, he worked with everybody. He also funded, I think, a lot of uh, Martin Luther King's uh, work because that you know that's not free you marching around going different cities and doing all that stuff you got somebody got to pay for it so harry belafonte was a big part of that especially when you boycott. I just, say what especially when you boycott and shit it's like oh right you boycott stuff. Was, somebody gotta pay gas yeah i still gotta eat somewhere i still gotta do this <laughs> right so i don't know if you know about this but harry belafonte and eartha kitt had a relationship i did not know but that. yes yes excuse me i'm burping because i was drinking this delicious like heineken same you said what? They 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 look like they would hang out in the same circles though, like as far as like they right. what type of parties they might be at. They but check this out. When Eartha Kitt was asked, because if you don't know this, Eartha Kitt, I think she either married a white man or but she was seen a lot with white men, dated them. Uh, they asked her why don't you want to be with a black man? She said, all the black men I know don't want black women. And they asked her, what do you mean? And she said, well, Harry Belafonte, we had a relationship. And he told me as I was laying in the bed after, I think we can all figure out what they were doing. As they were laying in the bed, he told me, you know, this is fun, but a black woman can't do anything for me. And Harry Belafonte married a white woman uh, for many years. And he, he, that was his stance. So a white woman can't do anything. A black woman can't do anything for me. Mm. Mm. So, <laughs> with this silent, with that being said, how do you feel about we find these things out about, um, I would say legends or people that we hold in high esteem? How do we now, you know? Damn. Right, man. What do you do now? How do you feel about that now? That that's that's all I got for Belly right now, <laughs> Belly Forte. Nah, but some some niggas are just they their minds are just warped, and like he might even grew out of that shit now because back back when that was going on that was how long ago like i mean this was the 60s i believe yeah so i mean like once a society and uh they show what the pinnacle of beauty is and they make they was making it white women so then lips for some reason were in <laughs> yeah I mean, I just, it saddens me, man. But I mean, even on a stronger level, then we talk about people like R. Kelly, and we talk about people like, uh, I mean, you go uh, Richard. Not really Richard Pryor, because we all know Richard Pryor talks about his demons and things like that. Um, uh, you know, it, there's a lot of people we could really go to. My man Richard was on a lot of white stuff, so yeah, yeah, he was he was doing it all. He had a lot of demons. Um. I would say Chuck Berry, but I don't know. Anything about, I don't know all the about Chuck Berry. But you know, Rick James, he was an abuser, a drug, a drug abuser. But the music was great. So how do we separate that? You know? Uh yeah, because I feel like Amy Winehouse would still be here if she she could have left the let the demons alone. She would still be making some wonderful music, but 
just like you said, I, I don't know. I, I still listen to the music. Like, it's not going to stop me from listening to their music. It'll stop me from, like, supporting them to the fullest, though. Them fully. Like, I can't, I mean, I can't fully really support. Like, if he's a concert or something, like, ah, nigga, I can't go to your concert. Like, I can't pay, give you this. Because, like, he, he's not gonna, he's not making as much money off the music as he is the concerts and, like, Oh, he's on TV. Watching, watch him on TV and shit like that, or blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Okay, so, so you saying just, it just I can't give you monetary. I can't give you the physical money, but I me, mean, I might be able to. I might hit hear you on YouTube I, or I hear you on a stream. Yeah, yeah. I can't really support him to my fullest, to just me personally, because of the stuff you involved in and the shit that comes with you. It's like I don't know. It should be an indicator for me, like me not being at your concert, you know, a bunch of people, me feeling the same should be an indicator. You'd be like, damn, I did fuck up like this. Uh, I, I fucked up with my fans and my, my people. So, yeah, I, I totally agree. Uh, There's a lot of people that kind of left me, like not left me hanging, but you just... I think the biggest thing takeaway is that even the most famous person, the guy you see and you're like, man, that dude's cool, blah, blah, blah. That's my nigga. I fuck with this. I fuck with everything he does. You can't because you don't know these people personally. Right. And they have a lot of things that they're doing behind the scenes that we don't know about. People we still love now, we've that got some skeletons and demons that... We, that ain't came out yet, you know? With my man from uh, House of Cards, man. Man, he let the whole team down, bro. I was team Kevin Spacey, bro. I was just talking about that today. Like, I, I really rock with Kevin bandits, Spacey. All the bandits did, bro. That's why it's like, oh, he, he said, like you said it right. He let the whole team down. Like, he let us all down. Niggas was so I mean, If you'd just been gay, like, if you'd just been gay, if it just came out like he was messing with some 18, I'd be like, cool. I knew he, was, I knew he might have been a little sweet, you know? Yeah, he did have some scenes that I was like, yeah, that was a little too good. Uh, you might like that a little bit. But, yeah, man. And then he had to be... He had to be a pedophile and a, and a uh, what's called, an abuser. Like, come on, bro. You could have picked one. Right. You struggled. Yeah, you would think they would still be dragging this nigga like they do Chris Brown, but... Hey, man, Chris Brown. Chris Brown don't... I don't know, man. Probably. I can't get I can't be sympathetic to Chris Brown though because apparently I I heard that there was some some uh some stuff that was swept under the rug about him and Karuchi though like he would put his hands on Karuchi too. Ain't none of my business. Ain't none of my business. Yeah, well, I mean, it's none of my business but until I got a supporter or do something like that. And I, I can't I can't rock with that. And I mean, Chris is for me. Chris is the uh, most amazing dancer I've probably ever seen. And I'll say that I think that he is, but other than that, Chris don't really got too much for me, you know. I say he's an he's an amazing performer. I can't say he's the best dancer I've ever seen. I've seen that. Uh, Who's a better dancer? Uh, the the Bless Twins for one. Oh, okay, yeah, but they don't do any kind of singing at all, man. Nigga, you said better dancer. Yeah, say. Uh okay, that's an artist also. I'm sorry, I had to. Well, they're artists. Dancing is art, bro. Like you mean out of the hip hop, in the, the, the hip hop world. The, oh my god, that can actually <laughs> that has original content. Do they have? A, they don't have original content. Oh no, no. 
Yeah, I mean, no, they can. I mean, there's probably there's probably a dude right now that's that sleeps dance that could serve Chris Brown up. If they if they could get if they was to get on the stage and battle, I I'm putting my money on the less twins. I mean, it's two of them. They're gonna jump them. Either one, nigga. I ain't talking about <laughs> Larry or that nigga. Uh, uh what's the? Other? I forget the other. One. I don't know their names. Yeah, but they. You should check them out. They, we, but that's just from a dance standpoint. I'm not talking about if they's getting booth and battle. But yeah, that's why. I mean, I I knew it was something more. But this this is the thing when you think about relationships is like when you get that close to somebody, it's like y'all got an understanding between each other that the world and everything else is not gonna understand. Just like Chris Brown and Rihanna did, like. From what it was, what they said it was looking like, for how Chris Brown was all fucked up, they said, but it was a, a even fight, and it really not even even like Rihanna beat the shit out of him, apparently. So, and she a Caribbean girl, so yeah, no, no, I, the the Rihanna thing, I was willing to be like, you know what, he shouldn't have done that, but I, I, you know, it's hard. For me to judge is, you know, he was probably like what, 22 at the time. This 22-year-old kid made a bad decision. The woman put his hands on her. He, he whooped her ass. Yeah. All right, boom, that's wrong. Um, yeah. But, bro, this is 2016. 2016, I'm looking at it right now. Chris Brown uh, got a um, Karuchi Tran, had a restraining order on Chris because apparently he punched her in the stomach twice and pushed her down the stairs when they were in a relationship. <sighs> and she has, she has a five-year restraining order on him. Wow. Yeah, so Chris, bro, what's I don't understand, man. Looks like Ike Turner woke up in Chris Brown body. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this nigga's the reincarnation, bro. That's just pussy, bro. That's it don't even make sense. What's his name said in uh? Hope. No, I heard the little Dicky song. Nah, nah, Freaky Friday. Talk about little Dicky. I'm talking about uh, who's the comedian that said, "Well, this nigga, uh, Mike Epps. I think it's Mike Epps. He said, this nigga Chris Brown, a new Ike Turner.'" <laughs> yeah, he did say that. I mean, I don't, man, these dudes gotta get their shit together, bro. All this money and you can't, you can't handle self control. Yeah. I, if I'm, if I'm, well, if I'm any of these famous niggas, yeah. I'm sitting in the house doing my craft and, and, and texting women like this. Hey, you look lovely today. Would you like to come over and have sex with me? Okay. No, it's not. Thank you. Have a great day. You signed this not disclosure agreement. No, I think, right. I think it's more than that though, because niggas get emotionally invested. You know, Chris Brown ain't gotta worry about sex at all. Like he got literally got bitches throwing at him left and right in any city he go to anywhere. Like, and he still want to beat him up. Don't make no sense, nigga. Don't make no sense. Beat him, I'm a beat him, beat, beat, him, beat him. No, I'm not making this joke. You're ridiculous. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, man, he got he got to get his stuff together, man. Um, all the podcast listeners, I want y'all to know, man, we're gonna tackle some other major issues. I got some big things coming, some more video blogs. Check me out. Um, check out the YouTube page. We only got me, me, Wayne, and my man, uh, Todd, Justin. Excuse me, Justin. We got a video up. Go check that out. Yeah. F the culture episode nine. I think it was right. Yeah, I think it was nine. Yeah, nine. I think it was nine. Yeah, might have been nine. Yeah, we'll right, it was the lost files. Definitely check that out. Wayne, you got anything else coming up? You going to Australia soon or something? <laughs> Actually, um, in May, I got a couple things. In May, I'm supposed to be going to the um, ballet, the take my niece to um, the New York Ballet to see. Um, 
forget her name. Oh, uh, Mindy, uh, Misty Copeland. Copeland. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. You know, I'll be reading and stuff. I got one fresh Wednesday on her too, so I don't know. I might propose or so. Yeah, I might. Yeah, I might. See me getting married or so. But uh, yeah, I got I got the on the run two tickets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm gonna be yeah I'm gonna be in New York in August. Hey, I'm ah. I might do the on the run, but I, I'm gonna have to see after this Kendrick Lamar Champions Tour because it's got all my niggas. Who's who's on that ballot? Uh, Scissor, Schoolboy Q, J Rock, uh, my nigga. Oh, it's straight TDE. Scissor, yeah. Uh, I already said Scissor. I said her twice. So nice. I had, right. Uh, Kendrick, nigga, sir. This nigga name. Uh, the only nigga they didn't have is my nigga Isaiah Rashad. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, he wasn't another one of the niggas, but I still ain't mad. Because I fuss with all of, all of them. So I was like. So basically it's a TDE tour. Yeah. It ain't nobody else. Yeah, it's too many of them. I had to, uh, uh, got my Apple Music for me not to have go, not to go. So. Nah, that's going to be a good concert, though. Um, I heard they all perform well. I heard that Scissor performs amazing. I would love to hear that one. Yeah. I, he's um top of my one of my top of my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard Scissor said that she's gonna um it's her last album. Oh, the next one she's after this next album she's not doing another album. That's what she said. Under the alias Scissor or I don't know. Man. I, she's I, so she's so weird I, and like earthy and so <laughs> so so extra and dramatic I that I, it's ridiculous. Stop making music though. I, if anything, she'll. She'll be writing for somebody, or I, yeah, I don't care about her writing for somebody. I want her to sing. Though. I don't want her to me too. Me too. I'm just saying, like, I, I just trying to get her angle for why she would want to stop music unless she was just being exploited somehow on the the on her ducats. Maybe she ain't getting the right cut of her shit. I don't know, man. She just like I said, she's so sensitive and she's like the artist, artist. Like she's a she's an interesting soul. I love her. Nah, yeah, she's dope, man. People, I, I don't get it. And somebody, and people say like she's not even that cute. I'm like, I don't see what y'all not seeing. I, yeah, nigga, mentally, nigga physically, wild. emotionally, she's dope, man. I, I mess with her hard. Yeah, she's um, so I be uh wanting to swim in it like Trey Songs, and I'm <laughs> on uh, from just- speaking of domestic violence, Trey Songs. <laughs> oh jeez, bro, these niggas can't stay away. Like they just, yeah. it's like y'all got so much yeah, money. What can I do next? You either die to hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Exactly. Right. It's like, yo, I got, I got $10 million in my bank account. What can I do next? I'm about to smack the shit out of this girl. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll do. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? But if I ever get mad enough to want to slap a bitch. If you ever get mad enough to smack shit out of a girl and you have $10 million, I'm, I'm going to body slam you. And be like, nigga, are you trying to lose this money? Nah, I'm going a, I'm to a pay a... Worst case, I pay one of my cousins. I don't even really got to pay my cousins, though. If I, oh, but I say, your cousins? Do you ever pay them for that? No, I would just be like, yo, she wild. She hit me in my face. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> and it's on. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I don't. I never will understand these niggas, but it ain't for me to understand. I guess. And and then went and bang around at no point condones domestic violence. He only condones oh, equal rights and protection of both parties. So, and, and that being said, if you really fear for your life, I can't tell you what you because I I've hopped the whole 
eight. I think it was an eight foot fence and one leap running from a dog one time. I I never <laughs> no, I had that. And you have never had bounce in day in your life. Right, exactly. <laughs> and you still owe me a hundred dollars because Wayne said the day he dunked Yo, that bit. Wayne Brown made me a bet that the day he dunked the day he graduates that he would dunk a basketball. That bet goes up every time too. <laughs> no, it was a hundred. We never changed it. It was, it was a hundred. It was fifty dollars. I bet no no, you bet you know, you bet two people a hundred and he bet somebody fifty. I don't remember the other people you bet, but you bet me a hundred. Whatever, bro, because I'm going to get on GQ Magazine before you, so you going to owe me 10 No, that's a motherfucking lie. <laughs> no, that's a motherfucking lie. If you get on GQ before me, I will burn every – I will buy every copy that I see and burn them. I, and I will enjoy it. I will, I will enjoy watching it. I'm going to do that shit like it's a LeBron jersey. I, will, I don't give a fuck. I will burn that shit. That. I would love to see that. Damn. Yo, my nigga helping out buying all these copies, burning it. <laughs> that shit gonna go viral. They gonna be like, isn't he his friend? No, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him, Clark. Anyway, I'm gonna go back to the quiet storm because Wayne just upset me. <laughs> Talking about GQ. That's been my dreams as a little boy. Uh, me and him got to have to break it back up because I'm about to drop a picture for uh, Thirsty Thursdays. That's going, you know, you'll help my beard for GQ magazine and shit. I'm a, I'm a DM GQ <laughs> as soon as we get off this. I'm a DM GQ like, yo, by the way, you should do like a regular niggas. You should do like regular niggas of the year. And like, let me be honest. I swear to God. But, uh, I swear to God if that gets you a GQ magazine. I'm a <laughs> nigga. Hey, if I do that, you go try to uh, hit up, be, pull a, a whatchamacallit and be like, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I am I am boycotting GQ on what? gender bias. <laughs> I love us for real. Yeah. I am boycotting on gender bias and dark skin bias, colorism. I hope you're like, oh, they they out here. They got the uh, got a transgender woman on GQ magazine. Ain't nobody yeah. full of nobody. That's Lisa Leslie. Nah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, right. Nah, but um, yes, I would. I would pull my Monique and stand in front of cameras. I'm boycotting GQ magazine on the height bias. Yeah, <laughs> they don't want to let let us short niggas live. Colorism. They don't want to let short niggas get on the cover. <laughs> like I had man, all these tall niggas with with beards and shit. <laughs> That's it, bro. That's all I got, bro. I got to ride it to the wheels fall. Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. I think that's all we got. Yo, what else you got? I, oh, yeah. So, like I said, guys, check out the YouTube page. Um, It's getting good views. Shout out to everybody who visited my Mbaku Challenge video, bro. I, I tell you, it's at like 6,000 views, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It goes up every week. Yeah, 6,000 yeah. views right now. The first time you mentioned that once, that's damn double. So. Yep, and the F the culture you can you can uh, right now go to YouTube and hit type in F the culture pod uh, the lost episode. It's got about seventy views right now. I appreciate everybody. Um, let's check that out, and um, we're gonna have some more content definitely soon. I got a new camera, got a new mic. So like I said, we we making moves, baby. Dude, bro, we we might need to shoot the shit for real, like the the challenge day episode. Like I, I'll play T'Challa. You could be uh Mbaku. I, I, we can do that. We could do that. Um, and the YouTube, the YouTube channel is F the Culture. F 
the culture. Those of y'all that's just visiting for the first time, F the culture stands for for the culture, if you love it. And there's certain things that we all know we hate about the culture. So if you if you uh, don't, aren't for it, F it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. So other than that, you you can check me out on uh, IG at uh, What Would Drew Do? And on Twitter at Drew Knows Best. And you can find me in St. In St. Louis, or- rolling on the... <laughs> You can follow me at King Rojo. That's K I N G R O H E A U X, and Bang Round on Facebook. And uh, I think it's also called Rojo on um, Twitter. You don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I remind you if not. So yeah, just look for. Yeah, me. yeah. All you cool cats and sexy ladies. That's as I drew signing out, out my cigarette. <laughs> As I spit in this cup that I'm sure Wayne would drink later, I could talk to you, beautiful people, later. You live dangerous. <laughs> Peace. Love it. <laughs>